Special thanks to those that donated to the podcast at the close, personal, longtime friend level, including Morgan, Kim, Ginger, and a few others that asked not to be named. Oh, you guys make this the best summer ever. August 14th, 2020, take those masks off for a minute. This is the H-Bomb Show Summer Special, and my name is Nick Navarre. Better Late Than Never. This refers to both the Fan Club EP, and as a result, this episode. On this show, we're discussing the new Fan Club EP, Continental Breakfast, in bed, and hopefully, the last thing we'll get before the actual album is out. But at this point, who knows? I decided to bother Nicole again, so we've got her back, and Nick is back for the first time in several years, so yet another first-time combination. This many years in, and we're still doing new lineups. After that, we've got a ridiculous blast from the past. I'm not even going to tease that here. You'll just have to experience it for yourself. But first things first, let's get to our conversation about the Continental Breakfast in Bed EP. I do want to get one thing out there first um, before we recorded this. The night before, I had a dream that we had to record this in front of Hanson in a hotel room, which was really weird. They wanted to record a parody of Compromise from the EP last year, and they wanted to make it about sandwiches, and Zach told me I should do the line about salami. So that's... I don't know if that's a weird omen or not. Uh, so I've got two people back. Uh, Nicole, how you doing? Hi. And then uh, Nick is back for the first time in a couple of years. How you doing? Hello. I think this might be the most interested I've been for an EP since the 2003 one, since this wow. is basically the precursor to the album we'll theoretically be getting. So just like 2003 or watch me bleed it is it's been retroactively renamed uh, it didn't wind up being a favorite or anything but i was still excited to hear it so what did you think just going in nicole oh from like the first note i was like wow i love this and a lot of times when that happens the the rest of it can kind of disappoint maybe not not disappoint but like not stay that right. like keep that same level of excitement and i feel like this one like every song i was like oh i really like this one too and it's rare that I would like every song, but I think I think I do. Uh, Nick, what do you think going in? I'm kind of on the same uh, the same bandwidth as you, Nick. I it's not my favorite favorite, but um, it's interesting. 
it, it kept me interested through all seven songs. We're gonna uh, we're gonna go through all seven songs here. First track is "Dressed in Brown Eyes." You know I need what you're giving me, and it's so good I can't deny. You know I can't say no when you're dressed in brown eyes. Taking this title literally is terrifying. Um, although it ties in with my old idea of beautiful eyes being about a crazy guy sitting in a damp basement surrounded by jars of eyes. I did laugh. (laughs) Long, long story. I did laugh at the beginning when, uh, when Taylor says, I like what you're wearing. Like he likes my Jason Voorhees, no lives matter shirt. Okay. Um, but I feel like if you looked at Hanson 15 or 20 years ago, and asked what they might sound like as they approached 40, and yes, they are at or approaching 40. I don't think this is their most amazing song or anything, but it is one of the most mature-sounding songs they have. This sounds like some old friends sitting around a fire at 10 o'clock after drinking a few and playing a song. Uh, the harmonica is interesting. I do like the structure of it compared to a lot of the other fan club songs over the years. A lot of times they give things endings that are just too abrupt or awkward, and this one actually doesn't... It it does a decent job, I thought. Uh, what do you think, uh, Nick, about the first track? I like the way it opens up with, and I mean, not the song itself, but I like the way the EP opens up with, I mean, like, it's kind of unconventional in terms of other EPs that they've opened up. I just have to uh, give you cred, Nick, on the the whole like it, what they sound what they sound like when they're in their forties. But that's that's totally. I mean, like I had something similar written down as a note. Like that's totally what like I was thinking when um, I first heard this. I was like, oh, this is like a really mature sounding. Like it, it almost kind of sounds like an old song from the sixties. Yeah, like I when I first heard it, I said. It's like wow, this sounds like a like a bunch of other bands that I love all rolled into one that I wish Hanson would make more songs that sound like. <laughs> like this is like the sound that I've wished for them to, to have for so long. Well, like I said uh, off the top here, I mean this could be a preview of what we've got coming with the album. So I, we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I mean from what we've heard on the tour, I, I like what I've heard so far. So so the second track is <laughs> "Good Days." Nicole, you want to kick this one off? I like this one. I I think my first thought was like, wow, this is better than most Zach songs. But I mean, I wouldn't I'm not like super crazy about it, but I do like it. Uh, Nick, what do you think? I'm not a fan of this one. It's a little too um, it's a little too conventional, in my opinion. It's yeah, like I think it was bad. It was good, but it was more like a filler track. I feel it wasn't like. Oh, we'll get into that. We'll get into that as far as I'm concerned. So, uh, I th- I think it's not bad. I do like how we we seem to have given up on better days and will now just settle for good days. Uh, to a lesser extent, this is another. They sound older track, although this sounds 
more like a summer song for me. So I guess it's appropriate here, but it also sounds like something that might be played at a wedding reception or something. Although again, we'll get more into that in a couple in a couple tracks here. So, but I think Nicole is right as far as it's kind of fillerish. It's it's not bad or anything, but yeah, it doesn't really stand out or anything like that. Missy like crazy is next. You want to go first on that one? Again, it's not it's not my favorite one. Um, it's a little. This is a good Hanson song, but as far as you realize, you just pulled out a Jeff Fenster quote, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you know, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, jingle jangle me totally. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Uh, there is something coming up that I liked more, but if not for that, this would probably be my favorite on the EP. It's weird. The first time I heard it, the first thing I thought of was a Billy Joel song, and then like a minute yeah. a minute later, he does the heart attack act, act thing. So but that's kind of a, a cute Easter egg, I guess. Structurally, it's probably the most predictable, uh, next to the two Isaac songs anyway, but that's... Not really a knock on it. It's just we get our first too abrupt ending uh, here, although it's not as offensive as some of the ones from the last three or four years. So, uh, Nicole, what do you have on this one? I would say it's probably my second favorite track, I guess. I mean, I liked it a lot from just because it's, you know, fun, upbeat, catchy. I right. tend to like those songs. I like the Billy Joel reference. I noticed like the, I don't know, a lot on the CP kind of reminded me of older music, which yeah. I like. Next is Every Day, parentheses, wedding song. Smile and dance with me slow I don't see a word Cause from now on you'll never walk alone I'm here to give you all of me Okay, now this song has been around for several years. Is that right? Yeah, okay. he sold it back in like I think 2008. Oh wow, I didn't know it was that old. Um, I knew it was. A few. Okay. Oh yeah, I specifically remember hearing it in like Northampton, Massachusetts, in 2008, and I feel like I heard it before that and after it, at least maybe like five times. Yeah, I remember seeing it. On... <laughs> Started playing it in Jamaica. But he did use solo it back in the day. Yeah, I remember seeing it on set lists and stuff. I mean, I I probably heard it myself and just don't remember. Um, he would he would solo it at like every show that was around their anniversary or like on okay. their anniversary. Gotcha. Yeah, that makes sense. The reason being that he um, and you don't ask me how I know this, but he uh, played this uh, at his wedding. Oh, yeah, or, yeah, oh, he okay. talked about that. Oh, okay. That was like his the song he sang to her. Okay, gotcha. This is an Isaac song. I mean, it's one of those. Um, <laughs> this this isn't bad though. This just feels like a let's throw on an extra track here since it's coming out late. What's in the vault? You know that kind of thing. Yeah, that's what confused me. What made them decide finally that this was the home for this song? Yeah. That's what I mean. I like the song. I really do. I think it seems very genuine and sweet. But um, 
I'm just curious what made them decide to finally put that. Yeah. I, well, and I, again, like I said, I think it's just a case of, oh, let's add some songs to this and it's taken a few more right. months. Yeah. So I, we can just do this. Um, I do think... Uh, I'm not a big fan of wedding song being in the title, but whatever. That's, yeah, that was no, funny. it's fine though. This is one of the better, more recent Isaac songs for me. Although it does again end a little abruptly, but um, not a big deal. Uh, Nick, anything to say about this one? Uh, <laughs> this is my favorite song on the EP. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I hadn't gone to um, back to the island. I haven't gone to you know any of the. I don't think I went to any of the shows where he played this live. So this is the first time I'd heard this. So I didn't have any, um, I wasn't, you know, maybe fans who had heard this before were sick of it, but, um, this was the first time I heard it and I really liked it. Okay. Nicole, do you want to take a change? I've got to make a change. older bands in this like the first few times i heard it like i was like wow i hear like beatles in this like in the bridge and like there was parts where i was like this is kind of like queen-esque and like and like the there's one part where the harmonies just reminded me of the beatles but yeah i know i like this one it wasn't like a typical zach song you know like <laughs> ding 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 ding, ding. Uh, I'm, yeah i'm gonna get into that in a second uh nick what do you got on this one I, I like the the whole of the song. Uh, what kind of threw me off about it was the the overbearing the whoa. It kind of I don't know. I just it it didn't seem to fit for me, and it kind of threw me off for the rest of the song. But I mean, on the whole, the song is pretty good. I guess I'm going to be the odd man out here. This is one of my least favorite Zach songs, and it's probably my least favorite on the album. Um, this song feels like they took every aspect of a typical Zach song and tried to cram it together all on one track, and none of it works for me. The song just seems super forced. The beginning especially seems that way to me, like a third-tier version of Scream and Be Free or something. Or um, uh, Call Out My Name. Yeah, um, I love that one. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like it. See, I tend to like chanting and stuff like that. It's. I mean, I think, this isn't the I worst mean, thing I've ever heard or anything, but nothing grabbed me, and it might actually. It's. It's probably my least favorite on the album, like I said, and that's saying something because there are two Isaac songs on here. So, uh, what do you got, Nick? Um, no, no, I was just gonna piggyback off what uh, what you said. The um, it is a lot like other Hanson songs. And I think that, you know, after so long of waiting for the CP, we were expecting something a little bit more, um, I guess the word is, uh, daring. And this just wasn't it. It doesn't really stand out that much to me, even though like when I listen to it, I'm like, Oh yeah, I do really like this, but you know, not like, I, I feel like it's another filler. So why don't you take uh, begin again since we're, Moving on. No here. destination, just the struggle to be won. If I were wiser, I could learn to talk without telling you what to think. If I were stronger, I would lift you up instead of pushing us to the brink. So tonight, I hope my heart can find something more to give. Maybe we can. 
actually really like this one. And when it first started, I was I was thinking like, oh, is this like another just boring <laughs> Isaac song? Not not, and that's not meant to be like a blow. Like I do right, love right. Isaac, but it just kind of had that sound that so many of the boring Isaac songs have when it started out. But then as it went on, I'm like, wow, I really like this. And um, I think it's it's one of my favorites, actually. Uh, there, okay, two similar low-key Isaac songs on a seven-song EP seems a little odd to me. But like every day, though, this is... It's above average, I think. I think it's an above average one of those. I think it's... the. I, I think it's actually the slightly lesser of the two, but they're kind of neck and neck for me. The way this is placed, it, it makes it sound like Isaac got married... And then they heard a crappy Zach song, and now they need marriage counseling, is the way that the layout of this EP <laughs> makes it. Um, well, then it gets even more depressing. Yeah, well, that's, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Uh, I think it would have gone a long way to making this a better EP if this was a more upbeat Isaac track, but that's neither here nor there. So, uh, what do you got, Nick? Uh, you guys actually already said pretty much everything. Both the things that were on my notes. So. Yeah, yeah, it's an Isaac song, so. Uh, I'll stop it. Don't be mean. It's it's okay. All I know is last. And I fear the future. So I hold it tight. Turn my ear to listen. But I can't hear a word tonight. So try Sure, that the end is coming soon. With all I know, all I know is not enough. I thought this was really good. This almost feels, I said, I think the very first time I heard it, the first thing I said was, Wow, this feels like a series finale for Hanson or something. Like if I know, like I cried it, a lot the first finale. time I heard it. Well, it's it's like if they knew something was their final album, they would pick this to close it out. It's like wow, this this one seems pretty dark with very little hope thrown in, which I always find interesting whenever they they do that. Musically, it's really nothing we haven't heard before, but. In many, yeah, it, it kind of has the same feel as like me, myself, and right. I, that's and exactly, Steve and like all right. those songs that are last. <laughs> um, I do think it's it's managed to be a little better than what's expected, um, which is especially surprising considering it's really just Taylor and his voice and a piano. You know, there's not much to this. They really did crank the reverb on his voice to 10 on this one, though. Yeah. Uh, this, but this probably could have closed the full album whenever that actually comes out. So, uh, what do you got, Nicole? Um, I mean, it is, it's really obviously a depressing song. Like I, I sobbed, I was having a really bad day when I, the first time I listened to it and I just like sobbed and I was like, oh my God, I feel these lyrics so much, <laughs> but, um, I really like the song for what it is. You're, but you're right with the reverb. The rec- I don't know if I love the recording itself, but I love the song. Uh, Nick, what do you got? Uh, I also really like this one. Uh, it's probably my second favorite and I definitely like it, uh, lyrically better than, um, every day. Um, but I, I still like every day better, a little bit better. Okay. Um, the, the only thing, the only little, uh, complaint I had about this one was that I felt like it was missing harmonies. Like I really wanted to hear, um, harmonies on this, even like just like s- ever so slightly. 
Yeah, um, I agree. I feel like it could have, in certain parts of the song, kind of like, um, I, I kind of compared it to Never Let Go, where it, it's still just piano and Taylor, but then they ha- for the chorus, they have really subtle harmonies going over the in the background and i think that's what uh, this was missing just a little bit but it's still still a really great song really great lyrics and uh like um like nicole i, w- I wasn't having a bad day when i listened to this but i still really felt felt the lyrics it's uh, right it was one and i i also really uh feel the the finale vibe that this one gave off it's it, it is a lot like like me, myself, and I, or like a song to sing, where the you know you got a ton of these epic songs behind it, and then it just finishes with this kind of low note. So, just I guess overall, two songs for each of them this time, or at least two songs for each of them this time. I did a quick and dirty list, and this one was like literally directly in the middle of all the EP, all the fan club EPs. I think this may age pretty well, depending on what they do with the full album. Whenever it's that's the exact same thing. Yeah. That said, uh, I appreciate them giving us more songs this year, but I think less might actually be more here. Uh, dropping maybe this, like for me, dropping the second Zach song and maybe the second Isaac song would make this go down easier for me. Um, but as it is, I can't see myself ever putting this on and letting it go. Just not really enough top tier stuff for me. But Nick, what do you think about it overall? Uh, just rating it amongst the other uh, EPs. Um, I mean, this kind of seems to be the theme with this episode for me, but uh, like, I mean, exactly what you said, the, I had the exact same thing written down the, I think this one is going to be a slow burner. Um, I think this one is going to be, I think we're going to come back to this one in um, maybe a year, two years and go, wow. I, I mean, this, I like this a lot better than when it first came out. A, a couple of other bands have done that. Hanson is the the band that does this the least for me most of the time. Like Hanson, usually I know it immediately when I like or don't like something, and it doesn't grow on me. But uh, other bands do this thing sometimes, where like you know they release an album, you don't like the vibe, and then five years down the road, it becomes your favorite album, uh, yeah. and that. That that has happened to me with other bands before, and I think that I can't say this. Obviously, I can't see into the future, but I think this one is going to be like that, where we come back to it five years from now and we all talk about how great this one was. But it's just it won't be in the moment. Uh, Nicole, what do you think about this one just overall now? Uh, see, I love it now. I don't think it needs to grow on me anymore. Right. I I really I think this is. I mean. I love that it has more tracks. It almost feels like getting a new, almost full album, you know, seven tracks. Yeah, wow. But I actually love more songs on here than like most of the last few. Like I'm looking through the titles of the last few and I'm like, yeah, Uh only like two on each really stand out to me. Whereas I really like every track on here more than like I would say most. I would put it in my probably top five EPs. Yeah, I think I'm the most down on this, but I, I still think it's okay. It, it The weird thing is, again, especially with the first three tracks, they just, for me, they seem to have aged a lot. Even since the Finally It's Christmas era, where they still seemed kind of like the same three guys from the Walk era. Maybe the String Theory stuff aged them a dozen years or something. I don't know. But it'll be interesting to see what they have in store 
uh, for us coming down the road. I really, I mean, you were talking about this possibly, you know, being like a precursor to the album when that finally does come out. I, I really hope that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I, I want something. I was hoping for something a lot more, as, you know, as I said before, kind of daring, I guess is the word a little bit more like this, this kind of feels safe for Hanson and um, just, uh, you know, kind of as an example uh, for listeners who may or may not be familiar with the, uh, the band Tame Impala, they released an album this year and it was exactly like the one they released five years ago. And it, it, it didn't, you know, that album was cool, but if you hear it twice after five years, it doesn't really, you just feel like you kind of got gypped. And I just, I, I really hope that that's, uh, that, 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 that's not what's coming for the new album. I really, I really hope they, they do something, uh, unexpected. What have they played off the new album at shows? They played against world, obviously uh, a couple times. World. And then uh, the Zach solo, what's it called? Not called Madeline. The- um, Annalie. Annalie, that's right. Um, yeah. No, but there's one that I don't ever change. I love. Yeah, that's that one. that's what I was trying to think of. Don't ever change, right? Yeah. That's the group. They did that one as a full band. Yeah, yeah. Um, Zach did Annalie, and there was another one. Well, against the world was full band too, but was there a fourth one? I don't remember. Oh, there was a bunch. Yeah, Isaac did okay. one in Vegas called like "Missing, Wishing, Wanting." Oh, you that's right. I forget I've, what it's called. Okay, called. I forgot about that. Yeah. It was it was that was your typical. Yeah. Um, song. Um, Zach did another. Isn't one. there a song? Isn't there a song called "One" or something? Yeah. Yeah, that's that was what. Okay, and it's not yeah. it's not the Metallica yeah. song. It's not the U two song. It's actually an original Hanson song. So yeah, um, that he did. And there was Annalie. Okay. And Better Man. Oh, geez, I don't. I don't think I heard that one. What even. was the one Taylor did? I don't know. They did a bunch. They okay. did at least six songs. On so, the tour. if that's an indication, I don't think this EP is a big indicator of where they're going. But like I said, if we've only heard like five songs off the album, and not all those five might even make it onto the album, then who knows? It's, I think the album was done. Yeah, well, then. supposedly it was done, and supposedly we're going to get a 2020 mm-hmm. and a 2021 album, but obviously that's not happening now. Yeah. So, um, at, at this point, I think they should just do a double album, but whatever. It seems like just on paper, this is kind of a cut and dried, like, why would you even question this type thing? But Uh, I am curious, uh, Nick, what do you think about them putting seven tracks instead of five? Do you appreciate having the seven tracks or would you rather have it be more concise like most of the other EPs or what do you think? Uh, I'm I'm torn down the middle between. I mean, like I obviously I'd rather have more songs than less. But at the same time, I don't want more songs for the wrong reasons. Like I don't want you to throw in something because you want to have a bigger EP or a longer EP. Um, and I, I, I think maybe uh, some of that decision came down to the pandemic, maybe. Yeah, I'm confused about that because we normally get the EP in May. So were they not even prepared in the least? That's what I'm, well, that's what I want to know. Like, what were they going to do if, if Hanson Day took place like normal? Were they just going right. to like not give us an EP? Like, you know? were they <laughs> going to whip up an EP in like a week? I don't understand. How, <laughs> like, what? Yeah, I'm very confused. Well, the, the funny thing is, like, and this was going to be my next question, actually. 
how important is actually having a CD to you guys? Because for me, like, I raised a big stink about Play not coming out on CD when they originally released that, so that's, like, super big to me. But I know some people don't care about that at all. So, uh, Nicole, what do you think? Do you actually want a CD or...? I do enjoy having the CD. I will say I don't really have... Like, my laptop doesn't even have a way to play a CD anymore, <laughs> my newer laptop. So I don't, so I do like having it for, like, collector's purposes, I guess. Like, I, I wouldn't use it. I can't tell you the last time I actually used right. one of the CDs. Right. <laughs> I pretty much just rip it and then listen to it for me i need to have a cd that's that's super important to me uh nick what what do you think about this the cd versus uh digital thing yeah i always need a cd i if, any band anytime a new album comes out i always get the cd uh i i don't know why i i really could not put a, a real world reason on why i do but i do <laughs> maybe it's nostalgia maybe it's uh, the need for the best rip quality. I will say that whenever I, <laughs> this was actually kind of funny. Uh, whenever I get a, a, a new, a new album and then I get the CD, I always listen to it in my car. My car has a CD player. Yeah, yeah. So with this, um, I didn't know what to do. I was kind of lost. I was like, Oh gosh, what? So what I did was I took my laptop and then I plugged the aux cord my car just so i could feel like i was listening to the cd we're still getting a cd eventually supposedly so you know it's not that big a deal but it's just it's just interesting to experience this without the disc for the first time um anything else you wanted to say about the ep overall nick i was gonna say something else about the seven songs did you guys put seven songs on the ep because you felt like seven songs were needed uh, because you felt like all seven songs fit into this one project, or was there some ulterior motive behind doing it? Like I mentioned the pandemic, like maybe that's why I don't think that's why they did, it, but maybe. Um, and then like, what was going to happen during Hanson day? It's so many questions come up with that, with the seven songs, as opposed to five, like, did you rush to get the seven? Did you take your time and if so, that's great. Like, did you take your time and really think about, like, what songs to put on here? Because, I mean, I feel like that's something that often they get wrong. And because they have to they have to have it out in May by the time everyone is uh, there, like, maybe sometimes they don't get to finish everything they want to finish. So, I mean, I really hope that, uh, for, you know, for them, that this is what they finally got the opportunity to put out a solid seven songs. That they had time to think about, produce, record, all that stuff and put out into one great EP. I think they could drop the second Zach song and the second Isaac song and the EP would be none the worse for it. But like you said earlier, I do appreciate having more songs regardless of, you know, how much I like them or whatever. I mean, I can take it or leave it. Uh, anything else you want to say, Nicole? I mean, yeah, I agree. I hope that they made the EP that they genuinely wanted to make with this extra time. They probably do kind of feel rushed knowing them if they have, you know, they're not the best at meeting deadlines. So <laughs> to, to have to have it out by May, I wonder how much did they compromise on that they would have loved to make better on past EPs. So. Okay, I think that covers everything on that EP. So thanks, guys, and I'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Bye, Thanks. guys. All you need to do is be a ghostwriter. These are Hanson Rumors. 
I don't know why I have this printout. I don't know if it was given to me or sent to me and I printed it out or what. But the date on this is September 2000, so most of these are probably at least a year or two older. These are all rumors that were printed on a website or something at some point in the late 90s. Hansen will give away goldfish on their next tour. Tay and Ike were in the middle of a fight during the Kids' Choice Awards. Zach said Taylor was his favorite brother and it made Ike jealous, so he beat them both up. Yearbook is about a kid that died in the Oklahoma City bombing. Mbop was originally called Oompa. Ike cut a hole in Zach's yellow pants. Ike broke his arm and can't play on the tour. Taylor tried to beat up Kevin Richardson of the Backstreet Boys, and he is now in the hospital. Isaac was arrested in New York. Tay stole Kate Winslet from Leonardo DiCaprio. Jerry left the Spice Girls to join Hanson, but Hanson turned her down. They all get manicures. They were in a car crash in Paris. Isaac was caught smoking by his mom, and she canceled the tour. Isaac is dating Leanne Rimes. Taylor got Leanne Rimes pregnant. Hopefully both of those are true. Zach is blind in his left eye. Tay has six kids. Wait a minute. Isn't that right? How did this person... I don't even... Okay. ESP going on here. Tay or Zach were shot and are in the hospital. Zach shaved his head. <clears throat> Nothing wrong with that. All the Hansons will dye their hair blue. Zach is dead. Tay is in a coma from a motorcycle accident. Zach's real name is Edgar, and they are immigrants from Sweden. Taylor is thinking about getting a buzz cut. Hansen is going to be in a TV series. Hansen will start filming their movie in January. They are making a Christmas album and that's why they're in London. That was true, I assume. I Will Come To You will start playing late fall. Uh, I think it started playing whenever you started playing it on the album, but whatever. I heard that Taylor has a girlfriend. I heard that one of their friends from their neighborhood is going to join Hanson. I heard Ike is leaving for a solo career, but I don't think it's true. I heard that they're coming out with Hanson Barbie dolls. I heard that Mrs. Hanson was pregnant again. I heard that Hanson are going to be in a movie called My Three Sons. Ike is not leaving the group. I heard they got into a plane accident. Zach won't wear braids again because the fans kept pulling on them. 
I heard Zack is dead, but I know it's not true. Uh, I heard Tay-Tay was going out with Ozzy's daughter. Now that's some internet for you. Speaking of the internet, long-time listeners may remember a couple of years ago we did a mini-episode just reading some of the news section of HansonHouse.com, which after like 20 years was still up, even if it had long since stopped being updated. Well, it looks like at some point in 2019 it finally went down for good. I was going to look into purchasing it to use for the podcast, just so it remained as part of the fan lore, but after seeing that the company squatting on it wanted hundreds of dollars a month, I decided against it. Anyway, here's to HansonHouse.com, which was one of my first experiences downloading a poor-quality, low-resolution video over several hours on dial-up, a video that would take one or two seconds to download today on my phone. A site where you would occasionally see some ridiculousness, but rarely or never got out of control like the stuff I just read. Back when websites devoted to bands were the hot new thing, this was one of the biggest sites around for one of the biggest bands around. Said Seago. That's it for our summer special. I'm hoping we'll be back, well, sooner than usual since the EP took a couple of extra months to get into our hands. Or into our ears, anyway. It's still not in our hands. With a usual holiday episode, it seems incredibly unlikely we'll have an album by then. But I do have an idea for something that may or may not work out. We'll see. I haven't done this in a long time, but here's a reminder to keep up on news with any upcoming episodes. H-Bomb Show on Twitter, H-Bomb Show on Facebook. And you can send any emails to hbombshow at hanson.zone. So summer might be coming to an end before you know it, but I guess we can still party, right? It's over. We kiss shadows with the shape of us now.